The word martyr simply means witness, but is most often used to mean blood witness. Choosing to die rather than deny Christ. Blood shed as the seed of the church. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. The first in a long list of Christian martyrs was Stephen. He was faithfully fulfilling his role as a deacon when some people engaged him in argument when they could not deal with the wisdom given to him by God the Holy Spirit, they brought false witnesses and false charges. Then the high priest asked Stephen to give a defense of himself. As a pastor of mine rightly suggested, Stephen probably knew he wouldn't make it home for dinner that night. Yet, knowing this, Stephen spoke, and in his words and actions, we find the qualities both of one willing and worthy of the honor of being a Christian martyr. Hear now from God's word in Acts chapter 6, verse 8, through chapter 7, verse 2a. And Stephen, full of grace and power, was performing great wonders and signs among the people. But some men from what was called the synagogue of the freedmen, including both Cyrenians and Alexandrians, and some from Cilicia and Asia, rose up and argued with Stephen. But they were unable to cope with the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. Then they secretly induced men to say, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. And they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes, and they came up to him and dragged him away and brought him before the council. They put forward false witnesses who said, This man incessantly speaks against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Nazarene, Jesus, will destroy this place and alter the customs which Moses handed down to us. And fixing their gaze on him, all who were sitting in the council saw his face like the face of an angel. The high priest said, Are these things so? And he said, Hear me, brethren, and fathers. If we were to continue reading the rest of chapter 7, we would see the answer given by Stephen. And we would see that he gave not so much a defense of himself, but a defense of the faith once for all delivered to the saints. At the beginning of his answer, he said, hear me. And then through the rest of his defense, he does not use a personal pronoun again. He knew this wasn't fundamentally about him, but about his Savior, who died and rose again on the third day. And we see that Stephen spoke without fear and with fortitude. He knew that he belonged, body and soul, in life and in death, not to himself, but to his faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Stephen spoke with hope. Not a hope in man's wisdom, not a hope in his own power of persuasion, but his hope was in the word of God and in the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Maybe most amazing of all, at least for me, is that Stephen spoke respectfully and lovingly to his persecutors. For them, it was personal, but not for him. Stephen had his eyes fixed on Christ. But throughout this whole event, and even well before, Stephen had proven himself faithful. Faithful in the little things, and thus he was entrusted with much. Stephen had been willing to live for Christ by serving others, and here he is willing to die for Christ. Stephen was a living and dying example for Christians throughout all time. A living and dying example for you and for me. Whether or not we will be called to be blood martyrs is yet to be revealed. But all of us in Christ should live daily as faithful witnesses of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We do so denying ourselves daily, and we do so even if it means death. We would even prefer death over denying our Lord and Savior, King Jesus. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.